Europe is trying to stem the flow of refugees by offering $3 billion and political concessions to Turkey in return for Turkey clamping down on its borders and keeping refugees in the country. And recently, at a major donor conference in London, Western countries pledged to provide $10 billion to support countries that are carrying most of the burden, namely Jordan, Lebanon, and Turkey. In other words, they're trying to keep refugees from coming into Europe. Would that work? Yeah, of course, but that's not going to work because the floodgates have been opened because of the situation in Syria. So like trying to dam it, you need to stop the flood at its source. Not, you know, and obviously Turkey or Lebanon or Jordan, or these are countries of, of the first instance that are receiving it. But it's not going to change the fact that people are going to continue to flee. And then Turkey has clearly shown, proven that it's not interested in preventing, you know, it's letting those ships leave. Let's be clear about that. Erdogan, of course, will want to be putting pressure on Europe to do something. And Europe and, and the United States have been in a position all along to do something. They just don't seem to have the political will. But it's getting more difficult to enter Europe because countries are shutting down their borders and erecting barbed wire fences. Well, they've obviously shown that the borders are not impenetrable. They are penetrating the borders. And also the Syrian regime is more than happy to see them go. So they're not stopping them. And they're not going to stop the violence that is causing them to leave. Because of the latest escalation of violence in Aleppo and the Russian bombings of the city, mm-hmm. tens of thousands of people have fled. Mm-hmm. Many have headed to Turkey's Kilis border region, and there are not accurate figures of how many people have tried to to enter Turkey, but I have seen figures anywhere from 35,000 to 70,000 people. Turkey has shut down its borders, so tens of thousands of people are stranded on the Syrian side of the border. Yeah, and I believe there are reports that that, that some people are starting to get in, but yeah, this is not a tenable situation. I mean, but this is no longer a problem for the Syrian regime. They don't care. I don't see it stopping. Let's just put it that way. As far as I can, as I can tell, <laughs> the problem is in Syria. So the situation is not going to change drastically enough, I think, for people to stay. Unless, I mean, it appears that the regime and the Russians are moving towards taking Aleppo back. Not that it's theirs legitimately, but it, that appears that appears to be happening. And that might mean that there will be some stability. And maybe some people will decide that enough, we will live under these conditions. But I think that the trust between, obviously, the people and the regime is long gone. So if there's an opportunity to leave... I imagine their people will continue to leave. And the the regime wants them to go. I mean, it's changing the demographics of Syria to its advantage. Who are the new wave of refugees? The ones that made the Mediterranean crossing, that was not inexpensive. It takes a lot of money to get from, to start off in Syria and make your way to Germany. The people who, who did that were people who had the means to do that. So on the trail, we saw people that were the working middle class and the professional middle class. Now, the people who make it to the camps that are right on the borders obviously are of lesser means if they have to live in a refugee camp. But the society has been emptied out across classes. And then, of course, the very wealthy, a lot of the businessmen who had um, factories in Aleppo and in the countryside long ago moved them to, let's say, Kurdistan or other or Egypt, other places where they were able to reopen it. So there has been an emptying of the country across class. 